Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. <laughs> All right. Okay. For real. For real this time. Child's pose. Just like take three. <laughs> breath in, breath out. We'll start there. The teacher will get herself together. Work our way through some flow today toward pigeon, and we'll do a few different variations of pigeon. So if the most classic version is not your thing, we'll try a few few options. To begin, come on up to hands and knees. I'm just going to take a cat pose and sustain it. So press your hands down, round your back, draw navel to spine, breathe here. I've been working a lot with Sun B this week, and that's a real back body strengthener. We have to use back body muscles, bringing us up into Uttasana and into Warrior One. And so the, uh, the counter to that is some back body stretching, which we'll, we'll get into today. Come back to neutral, flat back. Walk your hands one hand distance forward. We're going to tuck the toes, lift up to down dog. Breath in. Breath out and then right toes to the diagonal. Plant the foot flat, bend left knee. We call this diagonal dog. You're going to press the right hip up and back. We're getting in now to some muscles that we use when we, we sit into the Okatasana, we sit into the warriors. Again, these back body muscles that support those strong sitting poses. Breath in. Breath out. And then parallel back to center. And we'll switch sides. Turn the left toes out to the diagonal. Bend your right knee. Send your left hip up and back. Breathe here. One more breath in. Exhale, come back to center, feet parallel. We'll look forward and walk forward into a wide stance, forward folds. So we're going to ragdoll, we're gonna slide the arms to the legs and really support the weight of the upper body on the arms. Draw your heart forward as you sit your hips to about knee level. So the, uh, the ragdoll squat, it's actually the opposite of ragdoll. We're elongating the spine muscularly with the muscles of the back pulling shoulder blades toward the hips. Then when you exhale, back, bow into it, keeping the arms on the legs. Let your head drop here. But again, the, the upper body weight is going into the arms. It's going into uh, the legs through the arms. Then as you come into a squat again, inhale, press the arms into the legs, Press your heart forward. So we're getting the halfway lift with these hips dropping way back. And then bow again. Take this at your breath pace. Three more. We're going to activate these muscles that pull us up into halfway lift, into Ukatasana, into warrior one. Right. And lengthen the front body. Bow forward. We want to focus in on the upper back muscles for those 
Uh, so it's the combination of leg muscles sitting us back and upper back muscles drawing us long, right? And bring us into this as well as the other postures of the flow. And that eases the way for the low back. Right? So in the glute muscles and the lat muscles, the, uh, the bum and the upper back, they work together. They take the pressure off the low back. That's oversimplified, but for our purposes, in 30 minutes of yoga, it's going to work. Set your hips back, draw your shoulder blades toward your hips, then releasing this time. Let the hands move to the floor or to blocks, walking the feet together. And then let your hands slide up your legs as you come to standing mountain pose. Arms up overhead, when press feet down, pin toes, fan the fingers. And sun A, exhale, bow forward. Bend at your knees, send your hips way back till your chest and your thighs come together. And when you take half lift, hands to legs in some way to support that and keep the hips moving back as the heart draws forward. Think length from hips to heart. But plant the hands, step back, high or low push-up. Take it as you like. Breathe all the way out. And breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, hands to about the tops of your shins and just give yourself that spacing so you can send the hips back, heart forward, and then bow forward. Wrap the arms around the legs. You can have the fingertips to the floor, blocks here. And press your feet down. Inhale, reach up. Mountain pose, squeeze your legs. Bum cheeks to hamstrings. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, hands to the tops of your shins, heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, high or low position. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. Then look forward, walk or lightly hop to your head. Breathe in, lift halfway, hands up, hips sit back, heart forward. You're really trying for the, the flat back and bow forward, breathe out. I'm gonna sit the hips back and then ukatasana, hands on your thighs. Lift your chest, then float the arms up to whatever degree they float up. Exhale, we'll fold. Chest to thighs, the knees stay real bent here. And then hands to legs, half lift, the knees stay real bent. Hip crease pulling back, heart pulling forward, abdominals up. Hands to the mat, we'll step back. High or low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward and pause here as you inhale. Step your left foot slightly out, spin the heel in. Press into your feet, feel your hips pull into center. Hold that, come up to warrior one, arms extend. 
Dig the front heel in, lift your heart up, reach through your ring and pinky fingertip. And we exhale, keep the feet real strong in the mat as you bow, hands down. Step back, down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. And then left foot forward again. We're going to pause here. When you inhale, take time to step the right foot out. Spin the heel slightly in. Pull your hips into the center line. As you breathe out, you're pressing the floor with your feet. Feel your abdominals draw in. Then we rise up. Inhale, reach long to your arms, ring and pinky finger to the ceiling. Keep the dynamic tension in your legs as you bow. Hands down. Heart forward as you step back, low push up. The upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Breathe in here. Breathe out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hand. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. End of the exhale, hips sit lower. Come up for Uktasana, trace the hands up the legs, then extend the arms. Hands to heart center, keep the legs bent, send the hips back as you bow. Let your head go. And then halfway lift. Again, hips go back. Heart goes forward. Upper back muscles pull down toward the hips. Plant the hands. Step back. Low push up. To upward facing dog. And down dog. No rush, but to tempo. Right foot forward. Back foot steps out, turns flat. You press into the feet to rise and reach. Press into your feet as you bow. Hands to the mat. We'll step back, down dog, or low push up. You guys use your knees here. Keep the thighs and hips up, moving into upward facing dog. And then downward facing dog. Left foot steps forward, right foot flat and press into it. Breathe in and reach up. Hands to heart and to the mat. Step back, down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog, breathe in. And downward facing dog, breathe out. We'll have a breath here in and out. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hand. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, we'll fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart, bend your fingers out, bend your toes out. We'll bring hands to heart center. 
and standing pigeon across your right foot over the left thigh, standing ankle to knee pose and sit the hips back. It's actually not called standing pigeon, but I've been saying it for so long, I'm not gonna stop now. Weight in your heel, abdominals in heart forward. And take your right hand to the right heel, left hand to your hip crease, and press your foot into your hand and your hand into your foot. Breath in, breath out. Then on an inhale, unwind, reach up. When you exhale, arms down at your sides. So we're gonna bring them behind as if you were holding something behind you, like a big block or a big box behind you. No reason for you to actually do this. Press in on it. So it's like the hands uh, fan out. They're not trying to grab the block. They're not trying to grab each other. Just pressing the arm bones in, pressing the shoulder blades in towards center. Then your hands can come to your hamstrings. Press a little forward. Breath in, heart up. Breath out, hands to heart center. Pause. Then left foot to the outside of the right knee. You sit back. And the hips may try to travel out to the right. Pull the right hip crease back. That's one reason to put your right hand at the right hip crease, even if the left hand doesn't quite get to the heel. If the left hand gets to the heel, press the heel into the hand, hand into the heel. Breathe here. If for some reason that pressing doesn't feel good on, on your knee or your ankle or anything like that, you don't need to do it. It's extra. Breath in. And breath out. And on the inhale, up to standing. Plant your feet, lift your heart, then your armpit. Always that order the grounding, the centering, then the lifting. Arms down behind. Press your arms in toward one another. I'm getting at the big box that you're just palming. Squeeze of your triceps. At the same time that you're uh, squeezing this imaginary block or whatever you got, lift it back. Breath in. Notice if your head is dropped forward, lift the back of your head up and back. And then hands to heart center will pause. Breath in. Breath all the way out. Next inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. And exhale. Bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Abdominals in. Squeeze your shoulder blades toward your hips. Then plant your hands, step back. High or low push-up. Upward facing dog. Knees could be down or up. Hips light, heart high. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. When you inhale, you can take your right leg up and back behind. Then a big step to the outside of your right hand. Back knee comes down. We're going to turn the right toes out to the diagonal. So they're pointing. If you didn't bring a protractor, that's fine. It's about 45 degrees, but uh, just out to the side in a comfortable way. 
knee in line with the toes. Option one, rotating from your hip. Uh, you can feel this. It's like, remember when I used to like flap the wings and butterfly, like when we were like in kindergarten? You can like do the little butterfly flapping thing here. Move the leg bone out to the side. And if that's a good stretch for you, stay there. If you want to come down onto blocks or onto your forearms, either way, whether you're keeping the foot flat or letting the leg rotate out to the side, just take a few moments to get a good stance for your hands to let your chin drop in. So. If one of these options works for you and the traditional tucked leg pigeon doesn't, this is a good space to be in um, to get some of the benefit of pigeon. And a good one to throw into your repertoire because uh, lying on the back and doing reclined pigeon, which is a good option, doesn't get the back leg hip flexor opening. Um, in fact, it compresses the hip flexor on the, the opposite leg. So uh, not bad. Not, not bad at all. But the other element of pigeon right, is this back leg. So just uh, you know, use this one judiciously. If uh, you want to skip pigeon, pigeon, and stay here, do it. If you want to come into the uh, shin bone down version, just walk the right foot at this point across your mat. So you can lift your hands, walk the foot across. The shin bone lays down at any angle doesn't need to be parallel to the front of the mat. In fact, most of us won't be. Uh, when you come down, if you come down, come into forearms and maybe a block underneath or block underneath your head, press your back foot down, press the shin bone, it's the front shin bone down. Breathe here. If you got yourself into this but need to get out of it, do that slowly, you can rock onto your right hip and just ease yourself out. If it's uh -huh. not detrimental, but it is sending you a lot of bells and whistles, uh, tightness in the hip, that's, that's true. It can. Breath in. Breath out. And then on your inhale, up to your hands. And from wherever you are, we're going to make the transition around to seated. So if you're still in a lunge, you could walk the foot over and, um, and we'll bring the back leg around. We're going to stay on the right leg. Right leg in front of the left, seated cross legs. Lift your hips. So tall. If you uh, prefer a seated cross legs with the right leg crossed on top, go for that and that's a, a double pigeon right but uh, seated cross legs with the leg in front if pigeon is not really your thing can also be um, a good a variation on that so we just walk over into the forward fold here whether your right legs in front or on top about to the degree that your body will allow you feel this a lot in your low back, stay upright, lift your chest, have your fingertips at your side and do more of what we did in that um, 
standing stretch where we had the arms behind. Hug the arms in and just elevate out of this. Breath in. Breath out. With your next inhale, we'll all meet up at seated. Uh, cross the legs at the ankles, which is a little uncrossing, I guess, from where we are. Rock forward, step back, down dog. And on an inhale, take your left leg up and back behind. And big step to the outside of your left hand. Back knee down. Stay on your hands for the first few moments. And we'll turn the toes, left toes to the diagonal. And you can experiment with that butterfly flapping of the leg where you let leg rotate out. In. Right? Just kind of glancing movement through it, just glossing over it a little bit, making sure that that range of motion is okay for you. And if it is, you can stay out at that external rotation. If you get there and that's just not great for your knee or something, come back foot flat on the floor. Either way, you might choose to come down to your forearms or to your arms on blocks. I'll show you that. And then see if you can get your head to draw. Chin, tuck in, back of the neck, get long. A little bit of that upper back rounding that we got in cat. And if, uh, if you know that the tuck knee pigeon is not your thing, you want to stay here for a few, stay here for a few. If you're up for exploring it today, walk the left foot across the mat, toe heel over, front shin bone, any alignment. Down over the front leg. And you just get yourself supported on your forearms. We get your forehead centered to the floor or a block or a stack of blocks like this. Um, it is okay for your left hip to not be down on the floor. Totally fine. Uh, if your knee indicates to you that it's fine, if your knee has pain in it, just rock over until you have the, the hip and the knee and the ankle bone all on the floor. And if that's still not good for you, then probably a sign. Uh, that we'll go for, uh, back to the lunge or just ease yourself out of this. If any sensation in your knee that's not pleasant, then you, just, you don't need this. If there's sensation around the hip and a big fan of muscles around the hip, I mean, that's, that's part of it. And they can be really, really deep sensation. Uh, it can also move down the leg through the, the muscles of the outer thigh. And as long as it's not pinching 
or nerve pain, a tingly sensation. Probably just in a good spot. Soften your face, you breathe. Make your way up to your hands. Bring your back leg around. Then if you're in the lunge, walk the foot over, bring back leg around. And then we're going to go again with the left leg. So you have to unwind and rewind this thing. Left leg in front and or left leg on top. Lift the hip. So you start out sitting upright. And that really pertains to your low back. And if the low back feels upright here, there's a good case for, for bowing forward. And you may need to play with it. It may be okay for you to have the leg crossed on top, but then the low back doesn't like when you bow like that. And you'll bow much easier with the leg in front. That's If you find that's true, then it's true in your body. And uh, let things be directed by how your low back's doing here. And if the low back doesn't like this, bow forward. Uh, then stay upright. Fingertips at your sides. And do that action of of elongating front and back body as you sit. And breathe here for three. And come up to seated. We'll undo this. Soles of the feet to the mat. Lift your chest up and sitting with knees bent, left arm to the outside of the right leg. You're going to press the leg into the arm and the arm back into the leg to twist. Right hand goes behind you. Look over the right shoulder. Undo that, come back to center, sit tall. And just take a moment, let everything center up and feel the sensations of left and right. Then we'll go to the other side. Inhale, unwind, come on back to center, lift up, look tall, your front and back and sides of your body. Then slide your hips toward your heels, come on down to your back, and your knees to hug in. Just give them a good hug and any finishing poses that you like here, any stretches that make you happy. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready.
when you're ready to move again, you start with your fingers and toes. Hold to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Take your time. We'll sit together, have a breath. And empty out. Draw hands together at heart center. And thumbs to forehead center. Great work, y'all. Thanks so much for being here. Namaste. Super. Have a great day. See you soon. Bye. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.